three, two, one, stream. Tuesday through Thursday, 8 a.m. sharp. Spark you with both blunt or even a cart. Oh, I missed. <laughs> oh, man. That's be a better way to do that. Waiting with BMO. Yeah. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Let me get my. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Oh, man, I'm not going to front. I have been really waiting. I have been waiting for this show right here. Post-election solution-based talking. Are we ready? Are we ready? D. Ross is in the building. David Ross is in the building. Uh, 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 profiling extraordinaire. KJ, what's up? Drew, good morning. How we doing? How we doing, Mike Ant? Good morning to you. Good morning to you. I seen Urbane has joined on too. Good morning to you, Urbane. How you doing? Make sure y'all say good morning to the lady of the house. Good morning. How you doing? I'm okay. You all right? <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I'm good. What are, you, what are your thoughts first thing this morning? Mm. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> this is a new, this is a new era. I feel like it's a new era. And I feel like I got, y'all see me with my verb shirt on. Okay, you know what that means. You know what it means? I'm feeling like saving some hoes. No, I'm playing. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm about that action, boss. I'm really about that action this morning. Um, KJ was so excited that she saw your voice. <laughs> I just love how this happens. I love how people can recognize your voice in public. And they peek around corners. They be like, is that, is that late at the house? <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Every morning is such a great thing. You know, this morning, I want to start off with a couple of things. I know, I know the people are waiting. I know they wait. Bimo, what you got to say? It was an exciting weekend. What you got to say? Maybe the people are not waiting. Maybe that's just my arrogance. But there's some things I want to show you. So over the weekend, uh, something, something um, grabbed my attention. A, an amazing piece of content. Uh, a wonderful moment in, in history, if you will. I don't know if it's that deep, but I'm just trying, I'm trying to drag it. Y'all check this out. I want y'all to check out this this trailer to this show. I know. Trailer to a show, BMO. We're here for the election. Hey, New York. There are countless opportunities to make small talk. Oh, because you can't see oh. it. Well, I guess hey, New York. There are countless opportunities to make small talk in a big city. It can be extremely rewarding if you know how to do it right. So do you have strong thoughts about scaffolding? No, not at the moment. Is there a place I can go where referees hang out? Do you know a good recipe for risotto? Pardon me? Do you cover your own furniture at home? No. Do you know why these are so blown up? All right, this is as high as we can. Is it more authentic to have your foreskin? Is it a sin if I cheat on my taxes? Is that making you uncomfortable? No. Actually, yeah, a little bit. Have you ever had a pet that died? How is it a chicken? Do you think mankind is going to make a comeback? The world is full of people that need to get something yeah, off their chest. So buckle up, baby, because uh, things are about to get pretty wild. So I was checking out this show over the weekend, right? And I loved it because it's, it's an irreverent, 
talk show in a sense in which this guy walks around from behind this camera and interviews people on the streets of New York. Uh, and it's a very interesting perspective because he's definitely like an introvert, very strange kind of dude. If you, if you want to watch the show, it's a very interesting perspective of how people interact with each other and some of the comments and some of the commentary he was making about society was amazing. Some of the film direction and some of the production qualities and some of the storytelling in there, high quality stuff. But my first thought when I was watching the show was, damn, I wish this was black. Mm. Damn, I wish this was black. Because I feel like this would be the perfect medium in a reverent, not a flashy dude, not your typical black dude, not even somebody who lives and prescribes to the, to the notion of black culture in a sense. Somebody who lives on this fringe, somebody who was able to capture the experience of Americans through a, through a very black perspective. That was my first thought. Donald Glover's too big. It'd have to be well, that dude I mean, like in a reverend. Yeah, exactly. Like if he were... Maybe. Donald Glover back in the day. Yeah, maybe. Maybe then. But then even then, I feel like he's too he's too big of a personality to not be seen and still be interacted with. Hmm. You were watching the show with me. Um, I only saw one episode. Huh? I only saw one episode. Yeah, one of those episodes really brought me to tears, man. Again, I don't, I don't, I don't cry during media because it makes me sad. I cry because it's big. Speaking of media, there's something else I want to show you as well. I promise you, I promise you, these things are going to make sense. I promise you, these things are going to make sense. But these are the myths that I saw over the weekend that just really like um, inspired me. Did y'all see this commercial right here? I'm not going to show the whole thing, but did y'all see this commercial right here? The star of the winter show is. Hold on one second, y'all. Let me see if I can figure something out real fast. The star of the winter show is... Um, see if we can get this ad to play real quick. Uh, it's this beautiful Amazon commercial uh, with this ballerina and her sister in the, in the present day. Uh, uh oh y'all can still hear that. My bad. In uh, the present day of... Hey, why is the media source still playing? Get out of here. Oh, because I got it clicked on. Wait. Can y'all still hear that? Stop it. <laughs> Start it over right here. Oh, I'm not on the cam. Are we ready? Wait. Is it still going? It's still going. All right, y'all. Because you didn't start it over on the, the actual thing. What are you talking about? Click on the, the video. like the. You still got it going right there. Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you did that. All right, y'all check out this video real fast as we still learning our technology. I promise you we get into a point. But did y'all see this commercial? This Amazon commercial with this young girl? Good evening. All schools across the country will close by the end of the week until further notice as coronavirus reached out. Beautiful.
So uh, I'm not. This is not a promotion for Amazon. I promise you, it's not a promotion for Amazon. Yes, we are not. Uh, we are not sponsored by Amazon at the moment. But the thing that I see out of these two pieces of content, I just showed. I just showed a clip from. I just showed a clip from How To, a show that's on HBO Max right now. I think it's a wonderful piece of content, but my first thought when I was seeing the piece of content was, I really wish it was with a black perspective. My second thought uh, over the weekend was I saw this Amazon commercial. I think it was on Sunday, actually. I saw this Amazon commercial. It brought me to tears because it reminded me of the resilience of the black community. Now, I'm not going to give Amazon too much credit because it's Amazon. Right, you know what I'm saying? This is there's definitely something to sell them flashlights and get people on Amazon.com. But I wanted I wanted to show you that at least somebody who was on the writing team, somebody who was on the creative team of that Amazon commercial, was able to see and recognize the resilience of black folks, frame it through uh, a, a piece of art into a, a, an ad, and here we are. I say it to say when somebody asked me um, a couple weeks ago, they asked me what is the next black trend? What's the next big black trend? For black Americans, what are we celebrating when it when it comes to Black History Month? The one word that always comes in my mind, the one word that keeps popping up in my mind is resilience. Mm. Resilience. My question for the week is, can black people actually lose? I wonder, I ask this again, can black folks actually lose? And I ask these giant philosophical questions within my head into the lady of the house. And oftentimes there's some very simple answers that are in front of me, like black on black crime or drugs, to, uh, drugs destroying the community or some crap in, the, crap in the barrel type mentality. But I told y'all two weeks ago we threw that shit out. So my question, my question is, as an oppressed, disenfranchised people who are constantly progressing forward, can black people actually lose? Oh, yeah, we finna get into it. <laughs> oh, here it comes. We finna get into it. Um, Mike Anthony asked me, we haven't been losing so far? No. Because the game not over. No. Oh, is, are we down in the score? I can't, I don't know. It depends on when you started the game. Depends on your definition of winning. Depends on your definition of losers. Yeah. I, was having, I was having a conversation with Geronimo over the weekend via DMs. Um, it was another video that I saw over the weekend, but I felt it might have been a little too spicy for y'all. Oh, it was Neil deGrasse Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson was talking about his atheism. Um... You know, I'm an atheist. Uh, he was talking about his atheism, but that he still prays. Right. And I said, really? He said, yeah. What would it be if you were born black, raised black, which means you were probably born Christian, raised Christian, or born Muslim, raised Muslim, especially in America. What does it mean to disavow yourself of your Christianity? Does that mean... Your complete, your complete moral perspective is now invalid because you disagree with the source material? Does that mean you're supposed to abandon the cultural roots from which created you? Interesting, that's a different conversation. Different conversation. It is. Um, um, but I'm asking, that in, I'm asking that in the sense of can black people really lose? Um, 
because is it I feel like it's one thing to be losing it's one thing to be a loser but can we really lose the game mm. if you can now I know on the macro special right you see oh we were slaves and now we can vote that doesn't seem well that does seem like a really big piece of progress to be honest with you it does seem when it comes to the black American uh, who has descended from the enslaved African, it does seem that we are in a constant progressing track forward, upward. Yeah. Um, so then the question is, if I have to kneel so that you can be tall, then white people have a serious problem. If that is the base, if that is the limit to our calculus equation, the moral superiority, the constant progression, the creation of culture, the manifestation of freedom, if we are that, can we really lose? So then that really got my mind on, okay, we finna get into it. I, don't, I Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We finna talk about the election. And I want to be very careful because I believe, um, I know for a fact, my mama called me to celebrate and I just completely destroyed her mood. I know, I just, I could hear it in her voice. She was just like, oh, I, mm. I, oh, I wanted to celebrate with you. Uh, so I wanna, I wanna, I feel like this is a very complex time in America. It's a very complex time for black folks in America. These things I don't have to repeat to you. You've seen them on Twitter, you've seen them on Instagram throughout the, throughout the, uh, uh, throughout the, the weekend. Yes, black people, uh, we can be both upset and congratulate that Joe Biden won. Right, we got it. We got it. I would like to also say that I too have a bachelor's of art in political science from, from Howard University. And as a young entrepreneur say in the streets, I think prices just went up. Mm. You know what I mean? I too have a BA from Howard. Like our vice president. So I, 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 oh, okay. Um... I just, I, if you voted for Joe Biden, including the people in this home over here, you did the right thing. I was in D.C. when the decision was when the decision was announced, and honestly, I, it was in Dupont Circle at that too. And honestly, it didn't. I didn't see it on my phone. I was shooting a music video at the time. Didn't see it on my phone. Heard the honks outside. Heard the yeah. screaming and yelling. And I was like, damn, this shit sound like a. This shit kind of sound like World War II. <laughs> Damn. Um, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was interesting, to say the least, of all the jubilation. And so like, I heard that. And actually, my I was standing next to to KJ, and I think I said, "Damn, I wonder what, I wonder what the World War II celebration was like because this is this seems mild, but niggas been honking ever since." Anyway. So I think there is a moment for celebration and as people were honking, I was clapping my hands as the cars were honking by saying, good job, you did the right thing. You did the right thing. And I want to be very careful about the next steps because I feel like uh, if I start announcing the next steps and start browbeating people for the decision they made, which is the right thing to do, I feel like that's going to uh, turn off a lot of people from the next positive steps we need to make it forward as it comes to black unity. I've even had additional thoughts on what those next steps would be. But before... We go there. Ooh, we. There, there are. There is the 
America's finest loser won us, won us this election. America's finest loser won us this election. And it didn't start yesterday. It didn't start two weeks ago. It didn't start... Uh, uh, it didn't start when early voters started. It didn't start when mail-in ballots started. No, no, no. It started years ago. As soon as this individual lost, she went on the immediate campaign to make sure that voter oppression was no longer a thing. And now we have a flip state of Georgia. Hate to get all political with you, but... Excuse me. Two things surprised... Oh, I wish I would have showed you this, because this might actually save my, my, my large disdain for Mississippi. When you look at the county breakdown of who voted what for who in what counties in the South, Atlanta saved Georgia to become a Democratic state thus voting in Joe Biden. Very lit. At the same time, while Mississippi went red, the whole entire West Coast of Mississippi, which is where all the black folks live, which is the Chitlin Circuit, which is the Delta Mississippi, which is very important because that's where the Black Panthers... Uh, Money Mississippi is where... Uh, Emmett Till was killed. That's on the complete west side of Mississippi. That went blue. Greenwood, Mississippi is where the Black Panthers organized. That went blue. Um, all these activist parts of Mississippi that you would think just be redneck uh, shit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I don't talk very positively about Mississippi. I'm getting there, Drew. Um, and then I start to think. Let me roll this blunt. Then I start to think. And this is where my atheist, my atheist uh, uh, contradiction comes in. The Lord said, <laughs> the Lord usually picks losers. Am I wrong? Sure. Yeah. Right? All the disciples were fuck-ups, wasn't they? <laughs> was they not? I, I don't know. Was, where's <laughs> there? I feel like three of them was in jail when they got converted. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wasn't Jonah a drunk? No, Noah was a drunk. Abraham wanted to kill his son, fucking crazy-ass nigga. In the Bible, which is a, you know, uh, uh, you know, depends on what you, depends on who you talk to. In the Bible, it says, what's up, Shekinah? Short hair, Shekinah. You see short hair, Shekinah? Mm -mm. She look good. You look good. I meant to text that to you. Good morning, Malik. Welcome back to Who Ain't Big We Be Mo. Yeah. In the Bible, God picks losers. So, from my perspective, favor is given to those in unfavorable positions. That is no different than the history of the black politician in America. Some of our finest politicians and leaders have been losers. Let me let me point you out. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. Let me show you something. I present to you number one, Shirley Chisholm, a loser, still one of our finest in the 70s to step up, pussy first, and say, I'm a black woman running for president, deal with it, got, got some votes in the primary, loser. Who next? What, what else? What else? Hold on. Boom. Right hand, or yeah, right hand man too. Julian Bond, best friend, Martin Luther King, in his 20s was ordained as the next great thing. Ran for Congress out of Atlanta, lost. Who did he lose to, by the way, BMO? Who did he lose to? Who did the wonderful Julian Bond lose to? Look at this wonderful man. Look at this man. Who did he lose to? Where he at? You know him? Who? Uh, oh, I didn't. 
John Lewis. He lost to John Lewis. My bad. Oh. My bad. He lost to John Lewis. Also, let's do the next loser. Another great loser. Start of the Rainbow Coalition. Jesse Jackson. Left hand man to Martin Luther King. Ordained as the next great thing. Stood up. Dick first said, I'm a black man running for president. Got some success. Did he get success through the formal system? No. Was he able to form and change black culture through history? Absolutely. Losers. Which leads me to, I think, which is the best loser on the planet right now. I actually had a dream. Not really a dream, but I had a vision in my head. I think she might be able to be president. You think so? I think she might got a shot. I'm not going to lie. I think she might have a shot. That's true. What would you say, Drew? Success is usually a result of persistence, not skill. A lot of people don't get it right the first time. You're damn right. The disciples were young black were young black men in their late teens and early 20s. They've only been, what'd you say? Uh, they've only been displayed as old white men in the Western art. Oh, I see. Yeah, they were young black dudes. Yeah. Uh, uh, you got to fail and fail and fail. Exactly. Exactly. And look at this young lady right here. I really think. this Our hero of the week this week, Stacey Abrams. Hands down. Not even close. Uh-oh. What happened to my... Um... Oh, there it is. Stacey Abrams. Want to give her a shout-out. Wow. Wow. So impressed. So impressed. Yeah, I'm happy for Combo. That's nice. That's nice. That's cool. That's cool. I remember when, uh, when they said that Kamala's uh, running mate was looking for a black woman... Uh, as his vice president, I was hoping it was going to be Stacey. I'm not going to lie. I was really looking for Stacey because I thought Stacey would have been a more radical decision. Now, mind you, Stacey was, Stacey's, Stacey was oppressed out of a win. And then took that same energy in the, in the name of John Lewis. Took that punch to the face and kept fighting. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. A black woman. Now I seen, I seen, I seen some Hispanic women saying they they won the election, which we could play that game, man. We seen some white women saying we did the right things. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. If Stacey Abrams didn't fail two years ago, Georgia wouldn't have flipped. Exactly. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Favor chooses the unfavorable. That's what I mean. That's what that's what the Bible say. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Jordan says um, Jordan says not sure about him one of one of his vice if his vice president was Stacey Abrams I don't know but I definitely feel like Stacey Abrams could be the first black president yeah I said it hmm. yes we have, we've had our first black president and now yeah. we have our first vice, vice first black vice president but yeah. I feel like Stacey Abrams could be our first black president look at this woman look at this woman now correct me if I'm wrong correct me if I'm wrong uh, uh, Stacy, Stacy Black, Black, right? As far as I know, <laughs> like, like her people might have been, might be from Georgia, until you can't trace it no more. That's what I'm saying. Hit, hit me, hit, hit my Google's for me, sweetheart. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Stacy Evans might be our first Black president. Now, I'm not discounting the blackness of Barack Obama or uh, uh, Kamala Harris. Not saying that at all. Not saying that at all. She but was, she was born in Wisconsin. Mm. But her parents are Carolyn and Robert Abrams, so. <laughs> Just no slander. Brock, Brock is a black man. 
Kamala Harris is a black woman. But Stacey Abrams is a black woman. Okay? It's a difference. Not nitpicking because everybody's invited to the black political party, okay? Come on in. Mm. There's one time. Sweetheart, what are your thoughts about the election? What are your thoughts about the outcomes? I mean... Because you know I want to... Oh, are we still celebrating? Because you know I want to talk next steps. I... I didn't... Honestly, I don't feel like a celebration is to be had. I mean, of course, yes, we are celebrating that <laughs> we are not in the hands of a fascist leader anymore, but at the same time, we st there's still a lot of work that needs to be done. Like... Hold on one second. My man, uh, my man Victor's asked, uh, break down, break that down for me. Define said blackness. One, I want, I, I, I want to say out loud that the differences between blackness do not make anybody more or less black. Even the definition, even my definition of black does not withhold all the definitions of blackness. But what I will say though, as it comes to representation, when it comes to a historical rectification, I think it is there is more power in seeing Stacey Abrams as president. Um, I say power. There is a different story told when Stacey Abrams becomes president than when Barack, Barack Obama becomes president. This is a different story. Two different stories. That's all. There is direct descendant of the enslaved uh, Stacey Abrams, and then there is Barack Obama, whose father was Kenyan, whose mother was American. Right? Um, and then there's Kamala Harris. Her mother is Jamaican, and her father is Indian? Other way around. Her father's Jamaican, her mother is Indian. Jamaican, like from Jamaica. Right? Different, um, that's all I'm saying. This is a different story. Do not get me twisted. I danced my black dance when Barack became president. I danced my black dance when Kamala becomes president. And when Stacey becomes president, I'll dance my black dance again. But that dance will be joined by different ancestors. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Fuck what my white America feel. Don't bring white America up in here, man. I don't give a fuck what America, white America feel like. That's what Victor says. Victor, Victor says that white America don't feel that. I don't give a fuck what white America feel, bro. They can feel these votes, nigga. <laughs> they can feel this liberation, nigga. They can feel that. That's all. They can feel the end of this dick. I'm sorry. <laughs> it was there. All respect to the lady of the house. Um... Yeah, as far as celebrate. Oh, I blew my mom. I know I blew my mom's kill joy because she asked me how do I feel. My father asked me too. They both, um, um, oh, they're saying give me a little more focus. I think that might just be here because on OBS I'm straight. Right? Oh, I'm dripping. Well, we'll see in a second. Yeah, we about to find out. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess got a little clear. Yeah, you go. Good look, dog. Um, 
um, what was I saying? Oh, my mom and my father both called me asking like, oh, aren't you so excited? Aren't you so et cetera, et cetera? Um, oh, shit. Uh, uh, What up, cuz? (laughs) Nice. Um, Oh, yeah, my mom called me, asked me to get all excited, and I just felt like, I felt like, uh, nah, bruh. I'm I'm glad America. You know what it is? I'm glad America did the right thing. That's what I'm excited to see. Although it's still interesting that this is the highest voter turnout ever. I think that's interesting. Um, which I think is actually more indicative of the ease as it was to vote this year. Yeah. I think it was really easy to vote this year. Um, like super easy to vote this year. Uh, we gotta turn down my uh, my bit rate. That's what that is. We turn down the bit rate. Um, I, I won't freeze that. so much. No, we gotta do that in the sentence and shit. That's gonna take a second. Oh, I'm coming in too. I'm coming in too fast. I also turned up my my frames this today too because I wanted to be a little more smooth. Yeah, a little more fluid. We still working it out, y'all. One day we gonna get. Sm- one day we gonna be in a studio. That's gonna be hella nice. Um, oh, did y'all see the article though? Oh shit. <laughs> Hey, make oh, sure y'all go to, um, huh? Oh, I thought that was a segue into disappointing your mom. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. So, uh, uh, you mean it's easy to actually cast your ballot or it's easy to choose who to vote for? Oh, 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 it's very hard to choose who to vote for. Actually, this year was oh, actually yeah. really easy to choose who to vote for. Either you vote for a racist or you don't. Well, <laughs> either you vote for a racist or a liberal racist, but... Another conversation another day. <laughs> um, I meant that, that like you could vote from home. Yeah. I think that had a really big impact on the amount of people out. who voted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in, in in black communities. And not only are we unemployed at a twelve percent rate right now, which means most not most of us at home, but a lot of us at home. A lot of us are working from home as well, so we're more engaged in the media that's going around us. And because we're more engaged and because it was easier to vote, I think we turned out more. Which I think is should be indicative of a reason why we said the other day. There's no reason why I shouldn't be able to vote for my for my TV. There's no there's no there's no reason why. There's no reason why why I should be able to vote and tweet in the same two minutes, like in the with the same thumb movements. There should be no reason why. Should be no reason why. Uh, and one day we'll get there, and then we'll figure out exactly what the country looks like. But I definitely blew my mom, so. Definitely, y'all go check out the, uh, uh, Drew says, I think it's stupid Trump got 7 million more votes than last time people saw the past four years and decided that's okay. This wasn't a, this wasn't a landslide it should have been. Exactly. I agree. I saw, uh, of course I saw the tweets of all the states that went blue and said it was a 2020 Negro travel guide. Thought that was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Thought that was great. (laughs) Uh, I definitely want to give out give a shout out to some of these great black cities that really held us down. Some of these historic white great black cities, Philly, Detroit, Atlanta, Chicago, Oakland, DC, Baltimore. I feel like I'm missing one. Um, Yo, what the fuck is up with the Latino vote? What are they doing? 
I did hear a pundit say that it's a good thing that the Latino vote is so unpredictable. I guess it's proof yeah. that they're not a monolith. Tomorrow we will be talking about um tomorrow we will be talking about our next steps, in which our next steps is a unified black voice. But I doesn't I don't I had a revelation when I was in the shower though. I had a revelation thinking like um the Cuban vote was crazy. What are y'all doing? I mean, I guess Cubans do like fascists, though, so... Yeah, they typically... Well, not Cubans, but typically the Hispanic vote is split. I mean, yeah, because it's a lot of of Latinos. Right. I guess we got to stop looking at them as just one group, because it's two. Yeah, there's different, yeah. Because you could be East Coast Latino, you could be West Coast Latino. That's two different Latinos. What? Yeah, because you got to think about it. Cuba is under Florida, right? And Cuba comes... Cuba comes from, like, a fascist socialist background. The greatest leader is Fidel Castro. That's the greatest leader. And Che Guevara, which are both socialists. Straight out of Argentina. I can see I can see them going uh, a conservative route, I guess. Interesting. Oh, they apparently hate the uh the, the the I guess the I'm seeing Victor saying that uh, uh the Cubans have an issue with Democrats opening up Cuba again. I guess. How many people died trying to get from Cuba to here? Mm-hmm. I mean relax. Yo, B, you gotta tell me about them ads in Florida, man. I've heard I heard that the ads in Florida in Spanish were completely unregulated. You can say what if you were speaking in Spanish in the ad in Florida, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. Yeah. I'll give you a million dollars if you vote for me. That's what I heard they were saying on the ads in Florida. That's just crazy. That's ridiculous. Oh, so make sure y'all go to districtfray.com, check out the article. I think it's uh, Blunt Truth with BMO or the Blunt Truth with BMO or a BMO uh, Blunt Truth. It's, it's just on the it's on the, the front page. It's on the you see me in my yellow shirt. You see the lady in the house. That'll be your only glance at, glance that you get at her. It's a featured article. Huh? It's a featured article. Oh. Oh, it's yeah, a it's featured right article. Oh, pardon. Oh, uh, he didn't see any ads in Spanish, but they were mad misleading. Yes, what I heard. That's what I heard. I heard the ads in Florida were crazy, B. But yeah, I sent my mom the article. Um, and she hit me with the, uh, oh, she hit me with the, I see you. Not the, I see you. (laughs) She hit me with the, I see you. And I was like, all right, okay. (laughs) Well, (laughs) damn, there's that, there's that. I had to, I had to, I had to mute my mama from my stories though. Why? Because every time she sees a show, that's all she want to talk about. I mm. see you smoking that weed on Instagram. Shut up. <laughs> Love of a Jesus Christ. You sound like somebody doing prohibition. I see you drinking at the bar. What? Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, all the states that had propositions for the legalization or the, or the decriminalization of marijuana, all of them passed. Nice. In D.C., which I don't, I don't know how I feel about Oh, I forgot something. <coughs> there is a reason why the show is not as spicy as I thought it was going to be. I forgot something. Can we rewind for a second? We're talking about black losers, right? We're talking about the best black loser over the weekend. 
Talking about the greatest black loser right here, Stacey Abrams. Want to give her a shout out? Can I ask you a serious question? Here's my burning, here's my burning question for the clip for the lady of the house. Okay. When it comes to the, we talked about a couple weeks ago about the need for black failure. We talked about a couple minutes ago how black failure is often often the 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 catapult for something great or something better or something more towards the the goal of freedom. Where does this gentleman line up? When it comes to the failures that happened over the weekend, and I'm glad there's only five people on right now. This is like the timeline sleep. Let's see what happens. When it comes to the failure of things that happen in the black community, where does this fella line up? Trump didn't win. A lot of people said, oh, Kanye, you're going to distract from the vote that nigga Trump going to win. Trump didn't win. Now what? <laughs> should, I think we should hear him out. <laughs> Why you look like that? Oh, let me show the people my face. Let me show the people my face. <laughs> you say what now? I think we should hear him out. <laughs> you think we should hear him out? Yeah. Why? Be okay. I did listen to part of the Joe Rogan interview. And I'm, I'm looking for your response, Brandon, because I know you got one. Go ahead. Yeah, I listened to part of the interview. And I will say he wasn't completely wrong on everything. I, I said, I didn't say he was 100% right, but I'm saying everything he said wasn't completely wrong. I'm just saying, maybe we should. You got some agreements, but you got some agreements over <laughs> here, man. We got some agreements. Yeah, I think maybe we should hear him out. I think maybe we should hear him out. Yeah, don't just cancel him and say, like, you know, um, he, I. <laughs> I'm listening. Yeah. I'm listening. Yeah, I'm just, I'm interested in his platform. Are you to, a, to a sense. Wait, are you interested in his platform as like a political candidate? Or? I know, I just, I just, I'm interested in like. What he's got to say? Yeah. He didn't lose. Okay, another question. We could do this today. I was going to wait for this, but we could do this today. If I start playing the Carter Three today, how you feel? <laughs> if I'm putting on Twenty One Questions today, how you feel? It didn't work. <coughs> Essentially, they're losers now. <coughs> they were wrong, and which we said is as we said over the last couple of weeks, there is space to be wrong in the black community. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see how they. I guess pivot from this situation if they're going to stand behind what they believed or what they were saying or if that was just I don't know what I don't know what that was <laughs> but yeah does that mean that they get canceled in the black community I don't, I don't think cancel culture is a thing but I mean in the sense of like we don't regard Hold their on. political stance or did you say I you did you say you think Kanye should get a cabinet position a secretary of what that's a fun game that's a fun game uh yeah I think if 
it's interesting. It'll be interesting to see in the next couple of days. It'll be interesting to see. What up, Troy? It'll be interesting in the next couple of days to see what 50 Cent and Lil Wayne say as either to double down on their opinions, to further their perspective, to have their perspective be uh, joined with um, whatever the black voice is going to be from here on. Um, it'd be very interesting to see so. <coughs> Kanye West, creative position. Would you want him as the ambassador of the arts? Would you really want Kanye West as the ambassador of the arts for the United States of America? Why not? Why not? He has experience. I think it's too volatile. But do you know how many people who are the heads of certain <laughs> cabinets and like, and they don't have experience? Certain people that Trump appointed. I don't know. I don't know. That is, uh, you know what? Why as not? much as I love Kanye. That is an interesting. That is an interesting thought. Would you really want Kanye to speak on behalf of the United States to a, to the world about art? Sure. No, 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 no. Okay, we can tell him to talk about art, but who are we talking to? <laughs> who are we talking to? Would you? So he's going to say whatever the fuck he wants to say. True. <laughs> right. Listen, we had fucking Bessie DeVos leading education. I know. Right, exactly. That's my point. <laughs> but if I have to kneel so that you can be tall, <laughs> then white people have a serious problem. We have the moral superiority. That don't mean that we, because there was a dumbass before, don't mean that we get to dominate a dumbass. He's not a dumbass. But he's, No, he's not a dumbass, but the nigga is volatile. So does that mean volatile people should not be in those type of positions? Okay. Let me ask you this. <laughs> would you want somebody who was speaking for you directly to be, you just wouldn't know what they was going to say? You could tell them to say one thing, <laughs> but they'll say the exact opposite. Would you really want that person to represent you? You could love their ideas. You could love the thought process. You could love them. But to speak for you personally? Exactly. Trump was volatile and we got his bitch ass about here. Being talented doesn't equate to being able to effectively communicate or teach their topic. Um, that's what Brandon says. Wave says, uh, yeah, but this will stop this nigga from trying to run for president. Second thought, no, it won't. Interesting thought. Just saying. Just saying. Uh, I'm trying to think of a parallel. Somebody who I, who else I think is fucking fantastic, but too volatile or would be too irresponsible to be president. I don't know. It's kind of unique in that sense. Anyway, you got any burning question for the roach, sweetheart? That was the burning question. No, I asked you the burning exactly. question for the clip. You supposed to ask me a burning question no. for the I'm sorry. It was a smoking question for the clip. No, you supposed you to ask no, me a burning question for the road. No. No? You ain't got a burning question? Please? I don't know. Just give me a random question. Any question in the world. 
<laughs> Would you ever vote for Kanye as president? Like if there was if there was somebody like Trump that he was opposed to, like somebody that's just completely racist or I don't even know, like anything that's the complete opposite of Kanye. Would but it's just I him and one other person. Kanye is president. That insinuates that Kanye has won a primary. He has gotten major support from a lot of people. The money and the financial background and the fundraising to actually do so. Who's his opponent? I don't know. Just give the, me a give me give me a current politician that would be his opponent. Kanye versus Barack. Uh, well, I know who you would pick then. Who? Barack. Depends. On. Depends on where the country is. Explain. Kanye versus AOC. That was a good one. Uh. <laughs> Kanye versus AOC. Kanye versus AOC. Well, one, Kanye is more experienced and more successful than AOC. Let's just be honest about it. As far as being a politician, it really depends on where the country is. If it's a war, mm, I guess AOC. I, well, definitely Barack. But I, and I guess AOC, and then I guess Kanye will be third. But let's say, let's say it's the, the second industrial revolution. Absolutely, I want Kanye as president. If somehow, I don't know, if somehow we just launched into a futurism reality where we're all in flying cars and floating buildings all of a sudden, and Kanye has the key to, to unlock that information, that's when I would vote for Kanye. Okay. I would vote for Kanye as president of the uh, Recording Academy. Uh, I think Kanye, CC in the Joe Rogan interview, he said he wouldn't be open to lower positions. I think Kanye would be a very interesting choice as the governor of California. Because hmm. to me in California, it makes sense that you would have a celebrity as the governor because a large section of power in California comes from entertainment. So that makes sense. As governor of California, I think Kanye could somehow stabilize the music industry, but I think forest fires would still be happening. Well, damn. <laughs> right? Because I don't know. I don't know. And you know what? It's crazy now that I think about it. A, a governor is a good position to, ha to be volatile, to be honest with you. A governor is a good position where you can say whatever the fuck you want to say only affect a certain amount of people uh, and still be effective on, in a total in a total scheme. Somebody should call that nigga Kanye and tell him to be governor. That should be lit. That would be lit. <laughs> and make his wife the lieutenant governor. Why not? <laughs> I don't know. After watching that, uh, this is getting, we're getting late in the show now, but this is from two weeks ago. After watching um, Imani Fed, after watching um, Kim Kardashian's interview with David Letterman a, uh, a couple weeks ago on uh, the the Netflix series, I have a new respect for uh, Kim Kardashian. 
have a different I have a different perspective of respect for that lady. Because of the the Paris thing? The situation? No, it's more than the Paris thing. What? Although no, I have respect for the robbers more than I have respect for Kim Kardashian. She was dumb. Flaunting that shit around. That shit's just that shit's just not that shit's just not intelligent. That's just not intelligent. To be flaunting shit around and also be telling people where you are in real time, that's just not smart. Um, but I guess when you insulated by a celebrity and an ego, you forget that. I respect the robbers because they didn't rape their girl. I res- and then I find out they're actually like Ocean's Eleven type niggas. You know what I mean? What? Um, which means they were organized, which means they were focused, which means they had a goal... And then they executed the goal. Period. Yeah. Had they been ruthless or dirty, nasty, uh, uh, the criminal that you think of, then it would have been a different story. That girl might be dead, actually. But that's not what happened. Yeah. I respect for Kim Kardashian because she's effective. In what way? <clears throat> In every way. In anything that she's done, she's been effective. And efficient, I might say. What is she like? Thirty-five. Like thirty-nine, thirty. She's late thirties. In the late thirties. Yeah. She got three kids. Four. Four kids. Yeah. Four kids. Uh. Elisa Bill. Um. Successful TV network. Successful family. She's been in the limelight since she was a child. She's not particularly crazy. Um, I don't necessarily like everything that she does, but shit, goddamn, she's effective. Different perspective. Different perspective. She made an empire off a of sex tape, exactly. Off a of wax sex tape, at that. See, white mediocrity, man. You can do anything you want to do. But anyway, y'all, uh, I want to thank y'all for joining me again. I will see y'all tomorrow morning right here on Awaken Me With Bebo. Yeah. Make sure you check out the podcast. It drops on Apple, Apple Podcasts around like 10, 10.30. Uh, I drop a video recap on IGTV later. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Um, I wish I had an ad to play at the end. Do we have something spicy to play at the end for the people to... We got a little something, got a little something on the side? A little something on the shot. No, we don't. All right. So I'll see y'all tomorrow. Good morning.